Hello and welcome to Social Justice Matters, a podcast from Social Justice Ireland. My name is Colette Bennett and I'm Economic and Social Analyst with Social Justice Ireland. While many of the other podcasts in our library give you a chance to listen back to some of our best seminars or listen to interviews on different topical issues, the purpose of the 10-minute lesson series is to inform and educate listeners on a particular area of policy, giving a brief overview and hitting on the key points that people need to know. This episode of 10-Minute Lessons is about Poverty Focus 2021, a publication we released on Monday, the 26th of April, 2021. As you can tell from the title, it's a tale of two parts. In last week's episode, I brought you through the definition of poverty, how it's calculated, and the headline numbers. This episode will look at certain groups who are more susceptible to poverty impacts in a little more detail, as well as our policy recommendations. So the first group we'll look at are people with disabilities. Those not employed due to permanent illness or disability are one of the groups at highest risk of poverty, with almost four in every 10 of this group, that's 37.5%, classified in this category. The situation of this group has varied significantly over the last decade and a half. The group's risk of poverty fell from 47% in 2004 to a low of 20% in 2010-2013, before climbing once again in recent years. As with other welfare-dependent groups, these fluctuations parallel a period where policy first led the value of payments fall below pay wage growth before ultimately increasing them to catch up. The most recent figures for 2019 mark a decline from peak levels, yet still reveal that almost 77,500 people who are long-term ill or disabled are living on an income below the poverty line. Overall, although those not at work due to illness or disability only account for a small proportion of those in poverty, their experience of poverty is high. Furthermore, given the nature of this group, Social Justice Ireland believes that there is an ongoing need for targeted policies to assist them. These include job creation, retraining and further increases in social welfare supports. There is also a very strong case to be made for introducing a non-means-tested cost of disability allowance. This proposal, which has been researched and costed in detail by the National Disability Authority and advocated by the Disability Federation of Ireland, will provide an extra weekly payment of between 10 and 40 euro to somebody living with a disability, calculated on the basis of the severity of their disability. It seems logical that if people with a disability are to be equal participants in society, the extra costs generated by their disability should not be borne by them alone. Society at large should act to level the playing field by covering those extra but ordinary costs. Moving on then to older people. According to the CSO's 2016 census results, there were 637,567 people aged over 65 years in Ireland in 2016. The CSO noted that this age group experienced the largest increase in the population since the previous census in 2011. Of those in this age group, more than a quarter live alone comprising 98,000 women and 59,000 men. While poverty is analysed by age in 2019, figures show that 10.5% of those aged above 65 years live in relative income poverty, about 62,000 pensioners. Among all those in poverty, the retired have experienced the greatest volatility in their poverty risk rates. In 1994, some 5.9% of this group were classified as poor. By 1998, the figure had risen to 32.9%, and in 2001, it peaked at 44.1%. 
the most recent data record a relatively stable poverty rate of almost 1 in 10 pensioners, with a reduction over the last decade driven by increases in old age pension payments, fuel allowances and living alone payments. While this lower risk of poverty is welcome, it remains a concern that so many of this country's senior citizens are living on so little. Then we look at the working poor. Having a job is itself not a guarantee that one lives a poverty-free life. According to the latest CSO data, 5% of those who are employed are living at risk of poverty, about 100,000 workers. Over time, poverty figures for the working poor have shown little movement, reflecting a persistent problem with low earnings. Many working families on low earnings struggle to achieve a basic standard of living. Policies which protect the value of the minimum wage and reduce the prevalence of precarious employment practices are relevant policy initiatives in this area. Similarly, attempts to highlight the concept of a living wage and to increase awareness among low-income working families of their entitlement to the working family payment, formerly known as FIS or the Family Income Supplement, are also welcome. Although evidence suggests that FIS had a very low take-up and as such this approach may be questionable as a long-term potential. Social Justice Ireland has long argued that one of the most effective mechanisms available within the present system to address the problem of the working poor would be to make tax credits refundable. We have addressed this proposal in detail in Chapter 4 of our annual socio-economic review, Social Justice Matters 2021, which was published in March of this year. Looking at poverty from a regional perspective then, results from the CSO Silk Survey provide a detailed breakdown of poverty by region. The data suggests an uneven national distribution of poverty. Using 2019 Silk data, poverty levels are recorded as higher than the country as a whole for the border, Midlands, West and Southeast regions. The CSO analysis also found an overall reduction in the poverty rate for rural areas as a whole. This progress is welcome, but it will be challenging to reverse the persistent tre trend of poverty and deprivation in rural areas, particularly in light of the economic and social impact of COVID-19. Poverty and education then. The CSO Silk results provide an interesting insight into the relationship between poverty and completed educational levels. As might be expected, the risk of living on a low income is strongly related to low completed education levels. Those whose education ceased at lower secondary or less carry a one in five chance of being poor. The risk is notably less, one in 30, for those with third level degree qualifications. These figures further underscore the relevance of continuing to address the issues of education disadvantage and early school leaving. The CSO results also suggest that when targeting anti-poverty initiatives, a large proportion should be aimed at those with low education levels, including those with low levels of literacy. And then to child poverty. Children are one of the most vulnerable groups in any society. Consequently, the issue of child poverty deserves particular attention. Child poverty is measured as the proportion of all children aged 17 years or younger that live in households with an income below the 60% of median income poverty line. The 2019 CSO Silk Survey indicates that 15.3% of children were at risk of poverty. Translating this percentage into numbers of children implies that in 2019, around 190,000 children lived in households that were experiencing poverty. The scale of this statistic is alarming. Given that our children are our future, this situation is not acceptable. 
Furthermore, the fact that such a large proportion of our children are living below the poverty line has obvious implications for the education system, for the success of these children within it, for their job prospects in the future, and for Ireland's economic potential in the long term. Child poverty is essentially an issue of low-income families and its prevalence highlights the scale of such households across the state. Child poverty solutions hinge on issues such as adequate adult welfare rates and decent rates of pay and conditions for working parents. Child benefit also remains a key route to tackling child poverty. It's of particular value to those families on the lowest incomes. Similarly, it is a very effective component in any strategy to improve equality and childcare. Poverty and deprivation. Income alone does not tell the whole story concerning living standards and command over resources. When we consider the National Anti-Poverty Strategy definition of poverty, it is essential to look more broadly at exclusion from society because of a lack of resources. This requires looking at other areas where, as a result of inadequate income and resources, people may be excluded and marginalised from participating in activities that are considered the norm for other people in society. Although income is the principal indicator used to assess well-being and ability to participate in society, there are other complementary measures such as deprivation. While we at Social Justice Ireland, among others, have expressed reservations about the measures of deprivation being used, the trends are informative and offer some insight into living standards across the state. The deprivation rate, which measures the number of people forced to go without at least two of 11 basic necessities examined by the CSO, so that 17.8% of the population in 2019. This is equivalent to just over 875,000 people. Among those living on an income below the poverty line, 4 in 10 or 42.7% experience deprivation of two or more items. So what should our policy priorities be? Well, we believe that it should be a national priority to provide all with sufficient income to live life with dignity. This would require enough income to provide a minimum floor of social and economic resources in such a way as to ensure that no person in Ireland falls below the threshold of social provision necessary to enable him or her to participate in activities that are considered the norm for society generally. If poverty rates are to fall in the years ahead, we believe that the following are required an increase in social welfare payments, equity of social welfare rates, adequate payments for children, refundable tax credits, decent rates of pay for low paid workers, a universal state pension and a cost of disability payment. Social Justice Ireland believes that in the period ahead, government and policymakers generally should acknowledge that Ireland has an ongoing poverty problem should adopt targets aimed at reducing poverty among particularly vulnerable groups such as children, lone parents, jobless households and those in social rented housing. Should examine and support viable alternative policy options aimed at giving priority to protecting vulnerable sectors of society. Should carry out in-depth social impact assessments prior to implementing policy initiatives that impact on the income and public services that many low-income households depend on. This should include the poverty proofing of all public policy initiatives. Should recognise the problem of the working poor and make tax credits refundable to address the situation of households in poverty which are headed by a person with a job. Should support the widespread adoption of the living wage so that low paid workers receive an adequate income and can afford a minimum but decent standard of living. Should introduce a cost of disability allowance to address poverty and social exclusion of people with a disability. 
should recognise the reality of poverty among migrants and adopt policies to assist this group. In addressing this issue, must also replace the direct provision with a fairer system that ensures adequate allowances are paid to asylum seekers. Should it accept that persistent poverty should be used as the primary indicator of poverty measurement and assist the CSO in allocating sufficient resources to collect this data. Should move towards introducing a basic income system. No other approach has the capacity to ensure all members of society have sufficient income to live life with dignity and should acknowledge the failure to meet repeated policy targets on poverty reduction and commit sufficient resources to achieve credible new targets. We hope you found this interesting. If you haven't had the chance to listen in, this is part two of our Poverty Focus series, so you can go back and check out part one, where we talk about how poverty is calculated and the big numbers. You can also download our Poverty Focus publication from our website, socialjustice.ie. And don't forget, if you have any suggestions for what you would like to see included in our podcasts, please do get in touch at secretary at socialjustice.ie. And until next time, stay safe.